Virtual vet visits. Over the past few years, veterinarians have started to embrace telehealth visits. And since the pandemic, they've become more popular. Let's find out what you need to do. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollar saving divas, see us and share your comments. Okay, Talanda, you told me though that that you heard about some woman that went and got her gyno visit virtually. No, 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 no. There was a meme going around oh. of <laughs> making fun of these telehealth visits. Oh, oh. But how the heck do you pull off a gynecology telehealth visit? Oh. And it was her on all fours, <laughs> backing up into her laptop. <laughs> Holy moly. I guess it apparently is like an animal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The amount of jokes I can oh, make that's right terrible. Now. Okay. What is a telehealth visit? Yeah, what is it? Okay. A virtual visit allows veterinarians to, quote, see and possibly diagnose pets through a video conference. Uh, think Zoom or an app. It can be useful in situations involving minor issues like a pink eye, runny nose, or a toenail infection, um, except for pumpkin pet. Um, oh, and this person that's saying this is an expert for pumpkin pet insurance. What? Woo! There's pumpkin. There's a pet insurance company called Pumpkin. Anyway, okay. If your cat or dog is in good health, you might even be able to have their regular wellness exam virtually due to the pandemic. That's impossible. I'm sorry. Nobody should have a virtual exam done. <laughs> okay. What's their best use? Telehealth visits are best used as a supplement to in-office care, not as a substitute. If your pet has an issue that requires first aid, bleeding, vomiting, breathing problems, call your vet immediately. Duh! For non-emergency situations, virtual visits can be useful in determining the next course of action. For instance, if your dog or cat has developed a limp or a skin issue, the vet can assess how urgent the situation is. Roughly 25% of problems can be managed or resolved through virtual visits. 75% of cases require a follow-up physical exam or test. I mean, I just have to say, my daughter's dog stopped eating. She's only four years old, and she just stopped eating, and she was just wimping around and being not drinking water, nothing. And, well, of course, they got worried about it, so they called the vet, which they love this vet. Brett, our producer, goes to the same vet. We love Dr. Jensen, love Dr. Jensen, and they determined that they thought it was her tooth. Oh, really? So she had to go in and you can't exactly remove a tooth virtually. So she went in. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I can see a like removing the tooth. Right? I was confused on that. But, I'm glad to clarify. So they, I mean, they took her in in the morning. Um, they had to put her under, they removed her tooth and they came home, but they did do a virtual follow-up call so that they would see how the dog was doing. So I can see that, but there's sometimes when you just need to get your, well, people and animals, you just need to take them in because, right. you know, you never know. There could be something more wrong that either a veterinarian or your doctor needs to examine. So, Very true. I mean, sometimes they're good, but sometimes, well, and that's why you can talk about the pros and the cons. All right, let's move into that. A telehealth visit can be less expensive than an in-person one, 
And they can also be more time effective if the vet is able to make a diagnosis. Um, getting the appropriate medical history and asking the right questions is certainly important. The big downside is that the vet can't do a thorough physical exam or run tests, really, to identify an internal issue. This can limit their ability to make a proper diagnosis. But if the vet suspects your pet has a serious problem, they'll just ask you to come in. Well, then that's just makes common sense. I mean, I'm not worried about going to see a doctor. I mean, you know, they're cleaning and they're doing that. I mean, they're, they're doctors. Yeah. You know, my mom was just in the hospital for almost two weeks. And I mean, I wore a mask. I wore a face shield. I had a gown on. And I took my, and when you come home from places like that, you immediately take your shoes off at the door and you wash your clothes and you take a shower. I mean, these are just some common sense things that'll keep you safe. Right. Okay. How can I get the most out of a telehealth visit? Before the appointment, take photos and or videos of the issue. So here we're talking about animal issues. That could get fun. I don't know what the issue is and if it's above the waist (laughs) or below. Um, Make sure your internet connection is strong and your device has a working camera. Fair. Compile your pet's medical history, including a list of current medications and how long the issue has been occurring. And set yourself and your pet up in a quiet, well-lit room. Oh, come on. My daughter's dog runs all over the house. That, that dog, I mean, she gets on the phone with me and she just knows, well, grandma is on the phone and it's like she goes all crazy. It's, it's like, that's kind of hard to do. It depends on what your dog's like. Yeah. I mean, but but I think it's smart that we are, are now utilizing some of these technical tools um, more than in the past. So yeah, sometimes we don't have to, you know, spend the expense of taking a a pet or yourself. I mean, my mom had a virtual, uh, two different virtual visits um, to her doctor on the phone, Um, which, you know, if you can do that and and it's not something of a major concern, um, then I think it's fine. So, but I'm glad I don't have a pet other than my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) so stay tuned for us enjoy your day talk to you soon bye bye everyone